0: Was Okay, so I've grown up in the Christian family. Like, I grew up in the Christian lifestyle, Christian, where we'd go to church every Sunday. And when I turned into a youth, I would go to church every Wednesday. And, like, I knew I was never really fully attached to the church. When I was seven years old, I gave my life to Jesus as a kid. Holy Spirit didn't really have the Holy Spirit, to be honest, because I, was, I just never really fully believed, even as a child. And eventually, about eleven or twelve, I had fully just fallen away from everything. Wearing baggy T-shirts, baggy pants, crappy shoes, and just like I didn't really care. Oh yeah, that's how bad I looked. I was scrawny. What
1: the hell? Yeah, that was that was three years ago. <laughs> that's the same
0: person. Different, 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 different. Same body, different person. How about that? There we go. Um, I had ended up listening to all this like secular rap music, cussing out teachers, not caring about anything or anybody around me, and it would just keep going down this lifestyle where I just didn't care. I didn't listen to anybody no one mattered to me, and I just did what I wanted to do, whenever I wanted to do, because I wanted to do it I didn't have any discipline at all whatsoever and I just did whatever I wanted to do because I didn't care (laughs) and Eventually, it got so bad in school to where I had actually gotten to where I had to have three class periods instead of seven. I'd have three class periods at lunch and I would go home. And I would never go home, I just went straight to my girlfriend's house at the time. And I didn't care. Owls? My mom, hmm, you were on your I was 13, 14, just about, and she was 12. <laughs> like, so like, yeah, I was, oh, I was pretty messed up. I was pretty messed up. And um, so. I was doing all that stuff, and eventually one day I got so angry at my mom and like my whole family in general, to I ran away for three days. And my mom was so fed up with it at that point. She had her and my aunt come and pick me up from her house because I would never go home once again. So they pick me up. They say, "Hey, let's go to Oklahoma City real quick. We got something we need to do." We stop at a gas station about halfway there, and we bump into somebody that I hated. I despised his existence. I didn't want to be around him. I never wanted to hear about him or anything. That was my dad. He showed up at that gas station and picked me up. That was my dad. Because my mom was so fed up with how I was. I couldn't, I wasn't I was unable to be controlled. And so he picks me up. The first thing I hear when we walk into the house is, that lip piercing is coming out of your lip, and we are cutting your hair tomorrow. Because the school dress code doesn't allow that. He just straight up told me. And when that happened, I was like, oh, okay. That's pretty demanding. I don't like that. And I just, I just didn't care. I was just like, okay, whatever, this is bull crap. I don't want to do this. <laughs> and um, we cut my hair and everything, and I'm still doing what I wanted to do. He gave me a leeway. He thought, he thought maybe, I don't know, maybe he thought since he's moved here, he's probably learned to not act up, not be an idiot, not do what he wanted to do, whatever he wanted to do it, because he doesn't care. So he let me have a curfew of 10, and I could go out and do like go to the skate park and hang out with new people, find some new friends. And there was one time I actually ended up going to the skate park and getting high with a couple of my friends. We had a bunch of weed. Being idiots, I came home really high. My dad caught it immediately. I got in big trouble for it. Got the police called on me. Luckily, nothing went down between that. I never got anything on my record or anything, but I, the police were called on me. That's how, that's how bad I was. <laughs> Smoking weed, cussing people out, threatening people. Threatening to hurt people, threatening that I've killed people before, and all this other stuff. Because I was in a new school, I didn't want people to mess with me because I hated everybody around me. Hated myself, hated everybody. All that.
1: Can you say that again? You hated who? Myself. Okay. I hated
0: the man in the mirror. And um, this whole time, I'm severely depressed, and I actually got to the point where I started cutting myself. That's how depressed I got. I ended up cutting myself. And so all that was going on. Eventually, one day, well, me and this, let's start with kind of what happened once I moved to Texas. I got with this girl. Turns out she was a pathological liar. Ruined my trust completely. And out of that relationship, I got with another girl and didn't work out, broke up with her, got with this other chick, and we were together for a year. We are together for a little over a year. And we had the perfect relationship and my I was still in a secular state of mind and I decided to go for my flesh. I decided to say, Hey, I wanna go I wanna I want what I want right now and not this because she's not pleasing she's not pleasing to me. So I decided to break up with her over another chick for my flesh. Which is the dumbest thing you can do. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. (laughs) It's dumb. It's really dumb. It hurts everybody around you. And so I end up getting with this girl. We're together for roughly a month, and we end up breaking up. But in the process of our relationship, we're doing things we're not supposed to. And eventually we broke up, and I felt horrible for everything. I felt guilty for the girlfriend that I broke up with for the other And just doing all the stuff that we did, I felt guilty and just horrible for it. And I had actually been smoking cigarettes this whole time too. I had been smoking cigarettes. Those cancer sticks, cigarettes, yeah, pretty bad. (laughs) And so there was one night where I ended up actually going to the backyard at 10.30 p.m., October 16th, sitting in the back, standing in the backyard, smoking a cigarette, and I look up in the sky and I'm like, man, my life really sucks. God, are you even real? Like, if you're really real because you've given me nothing, you've told me nothing, you've got, you've healed me in no way, shape, or form, I have had nothing from front If you're real, dude, like, take my life because I don't want this anymore. This stuff hurts. I literally want to kill myself at this point. And that night, I vowed to myself. I was like, you know what? Tomorrow, after church, if nothing happens, I'm going to end up killing myself because I didn't want to do it before church because I know my family loves going to church all the time. And so I was just like, you know what, I'll just do it after church, blah, blah, blah. We go to church, and I'm not listening to the entire sermon, but at the very end, for some reason, my ears were open to the sermon, I was just listening to everything the pastor was saying, and the first thing I hear is, if you feel like you're undeserving, like you're so screwed up, that God couldn't take you, like Jesus wouldn't receive you, just put your hands up, and we'll have people pray for you. And so I'm thinking to myself, okay, I feel that way, but it's not like I'm going to live after this anyway, so it doesn't matter. I'm going to put my hands up and let people pray for me. That's That was my mindset. I had people, um, there's this lady in front of me, a man bu- next to me and a man behind me as well. Three different people were praying for me, and the lady that the lady in front of me that prayed for me, she came back around, and she ended up talking to me, and just the Holy Spirit was talking through her. And out of nowhere, she's talking to me, and she's just like, Blah, well, 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 I just hear the song Reckless Love. And when she said that, I broke. <laughs> Which is crazy. Like, she hadn't, she, I've never seen this lady. I've never known of this lady. I've never seen her before ever in my life. Never talked to her or nothing. And the only thing that I'd ever talked to her about was just saying, yeah. That's the only thing I said to her, yeah. And she brings up the song Reckless Love of all songs. And she also brings up that I am God's beloved. And I hadn't known this till after I told my mom about it. But. She'd been praying that over me for over two years, that I know that I'm God's beloved, that I wouldn't know that. And so that officially happened that night, the very night I was gonna end my life. The very night I was gonna put a razor to my wrist and kill myself because I was so fed up with everything. I hated my life, I hated everything, I hated everybody. Except for one person that I heard, and I still, like, I still love them. It. It's just, it is what it is. Stuff happens, but like, that's how life is. Also, in the process, before I even got saved, I bolt-faced out of my parents constantly. I told them, no, I'd never smoked. I'd never smoked. That's what actually got me sent to a place called Texas Challenge Academy. <laughs> I saw that loop over there. I feel like you know that place, don't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're pretty intense, especially for what you. Yeah, it's pretty intense, man. <laughs> it's all military. You got to stay in POA the whole time. Stay in POA, parade rest at ease, all that stuff. So much fun. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> oh, yeah. I definitely learned a lot of discipline. <laughs> I actually learned a bit of a schedule, like schedule setting and all that stuff. But that's getting off track. <laughs> when I went to TCA, like, um, I had hated everybody again. I hated my brother even. Like, And eventually, I just kind of, like, as I was there, I thought about it. I was really thinking about my life, and I just thought of my brother, and I realized how much of a jerk I was being, and how much of not a brother I was being to him, and how I was just hateful and spiteful I was being my brother. And I just broke down crying because I knew that I wasn't the brother that I should have been the whole time. And from that day on, I'd just been trying to be a brother to him, and I've been doing that from this day forward. Like, since that day forward, I've been trying to be a brother. And I um, got a GED from there as well, which was pretty amazing for me, and eventually, that same, that Sunday night, I'm sorry, I'm just going all over the place, (laughs) but that Sunday night, uh, she had invited me to this thing called Belong at the church, it's on Tuesdays and Thursday nights at 7, and so I'm like, okay, sure, why not, and she has a friend, her name is Tara, very sweet lady, she comes and picks me up. We're talking in the car, and the whole way there, you could just hear the gloom and hatred in my voice. Like, I just said, Yeah, 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 my life story, this and that, blah, 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 blah. Just so monotone the whole time. And, like, afterwards, I ended up giving my life to Jesus, got water baptized, and the Holy Spirit. All of it. I got all of that in one hand. And when I came up out of that water, like I could literally feel things break. Like it almost—it was weird. Like a string. Like strings were getting cut off in my heart. Like I had things attached to me, like demonic, like material attached to me that needed to be broken off. Yeah. And when I came up out of that water, it was completely broken off. Completely off. broken off. That same night, I hadn't thought of a cigarette since. Wow. Yeah, I hadn't thought about a cigarette since. I haven't. I not thought about weed. None of that. I haven't thought about hurting people or myself, none of it. I haven't thought about any of that since that night. Um, and so <laughs> yeah, That's pretty awesome. Awesome. That same night, I get out of the water, I'm drying off, I go to the bathroom to change my shirt. Side note, I was wearing jeans when I got water baptized with nothing else.
1: Yeah. Jeans
0: and a t shirt. It was horrible. <laughs> the aftermath was bad. It did not feel great having to walk around in wet jeans all night. <laughs> so, yeah, that was fun. And uh, as I'm walking out to go grab my, because um, I had a flannel, a T-shirt, and a tank top. I got baptized with the jeans and the tank top. I walked out to get my um, my flannel and my Bible and the new book that I had called The Purple Book. And um, I'm going to grab my stuff, and this man named Reese stops me as I'm walking. He's like, hey, I want you to pray for this dude near here. He's got this, like, really bad knee. Come, on. Come on. <laughs> So, if you look right here, his knee looks fine, right? But for him, his knee was huge, and his kneecap was up here. His kneecap was out of place. And immediately, I was just like, okay, I'll pray for his knee. And I put my hand on his knee, and out of nowhere, just the sense of, like, severe dominance and just condemnation towards the injury was just, in Jesus' name, I command this thing to be healed, no more imperfections all that. And we prayed a couple times, and this man, he couldn't bend it more than this prior to praying for him. I could feel the knee moving back into place. The swelling went down completely. Come on. all right. And this man could bend his knee all the way up here. All the way up here. All because I prayed for him. And that's what all the healing that he's done through, man. He's done a lot of healing. He's done, like, just, just in the past few months, like, just to me is baffling that he's healed at least four people in a, like a couple months. He's healed two legs, one heart, and I think even an elbow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Definitely some hearts for sure, but there was this one uh, young chick, her name, uh, actually I won't tell names I guess. <laughs> but um, she had actually told me about her grandpa who had actually passed away on the night that uh, all this stuff was happening. they brought her home from the hospital, and she was playing on her phone, playing Dumb Ways to Die. She's playing Dumb Ways to Die on her phone, and her parents come in and tell her, hey, come tell your grandpa that you love him, blah, 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 that's not because he's not going to last much longer. And she's like, okay, after I finish my game. She finishes her game, she walks in there, he's gone. And since that day, she has felt the severe amount of guilt for it, and somehow it just that subject was brought up in our conversation. We're just eating lunch, talking, <coughs> making jokes, and then somehow that subject was brought up. And so the Holy Spirit was speaking through me. He's just like, man, you don't need to feel guilty about that. He knows you love him. He knows that you love him. He knows through the times that y'all were as kids, when you were a child and he was older, before he was dead, when you were young, when y'all were hanging out, and spending time together so much, that showed him that you loved him. You didn't need to hear that she loved him because he knew that the whole time, and she needed to hear that, and so her heart was healed from that day forward. Like she's been through a lot, and that helped her in a very big way. Yeah, but long story short, I was screwed up, very screwed up. doing not what I want to do. No, no structure in any way, shape, or form. Smoking all kinds of stuff. Hurting myself, hurting others around me, mentally and physically. Lots of mental harm towards people because I was very manipulative. I hated, I hated people. I just wanted to ma- manipulate to get what I wanted. And I wanted to, I wanted to die. Jesus saved me. Jesus saved me. I got water baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit. I'm praying in tongues from this day forward. And it's just been amazing since. I have not been the same at all. At all. And there's been a lot of things that would set me off prior that now don't set me off at all. Like, you just brush it off my shoulder. Just chip off my shoulder. It doesn't do anything to me. And it's just, it's crazy because so many people don't know about this. They don't know about this kind of love and this kind of peace. And it's just, so many people believe in it, and they never walk the walk. They talk the talk, but they never walk the walk. And what we need to do as people, even as y'all's age, at y'all's age, even, you got to tell people about Jesus and let, him, let them know who he really is. Yeah. Just like what he's capable of and who he really is and what he can do for you. It's just, yeah. Mm-hmm. You good? Yeah. I have a couple questions. You What's your question? Wait, do you still hate your dad no
1: what changed my heart what did you have to do to have a heart change with your
0: father a lot of communication change for sure and just changing my heart from Jesus himself
1: did, but you, there's, did you he was told a lot of stuff by his by his mom about oh yeah his dad that caused him to hate his dad
0: there were a lot of rumors between the two and it actually turned out that a lot of them were false and my trust got even worse from that point Mm -hmm. so yeah
1: so did you uh, have forgiven your dad yes did you have a sense of freedom after you forgave him
0: honestly yeah
1: and how was your relationship with him
0: now i mean it's good
1: <laughs> it's good. It's good. Uh, it's good. It's good. <laughs> so like, yeah, proud dad was like, I'm just videoing this whole thing. And he just said it's good. <laughs> I think Miss hmm. Blondie has a question. What you, How you them yourself? Mostly. or who's gone through
0: similar situation, you share that Well, actually, maybe I have forgiven myself then because I've been able to freely talk about it and just tell people about it and just kind of mentor them through similar situations. Maybe I have forgiven myself.
1: That's a fact. Definitely a fact right there. you Spontaneous, so yeah. So spontaneous.
0: If it was slower for them, how would you try to help them? Well, simply just like talk with them every single day, even if it's just as simple as, hey, how, how is your day going? How you doing? What's going on? Hey, I'm going to sit with you at lunch. I'm going to eat lunch with you because I'm just going to hang out with you. I'm going to spend time with you.
1: And, you if, and
0: if it ends up coming to it, you can also tell them about Jesus. Like, just be a friend to people. That's what Jesus was. He was a friend to people. He was a love. That's what you got to put on every morning. It's like, love is like a robe. You got to put that thing on every morning. Just put that on and just walk in it every day. You just got to walk in love every day. Even when things start to really, like, get on your nerves, you got to still walk in love. <laughs> that happens frequently, doesn't
1: it? I like, I like that line, love is like a robe. Oh, yeah. Someone used to write a song about that, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> th- Can you imagine, like, just visualize, I'm wearing my love robe today, and then someone makes you mad. wait a second, I'll take this off. <laughs> 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 oh <laughs> okay. i that's not quite what I meant by that. Put your robe back Keep on. Robe on. Keep that robe on. Tie it tight. tight. <laughs> Keep it on. I, I have a question. What you got? How do, you feel? How do I feel? Great. Great. <laughs> okay. So I'm, I want to I declare something over you. Um, and this is something I declared over you uh, when I first met you. but you are called to do right where you're supposed hey, Amen. Yeah. You're not called to be in the crowd. You're not called to push from behind. You're supposed to be a leader in your crowd. That's where you're supposed to be. And this is where you So don't let your story determine your, your future. Your story is your past, what you walk in and out to who you are later. And continue to follow Christ. Continue to build that love. Continue to build that relationship back with your father and your mother your family. That right there, strong roots in your family, build strong relationship later. Don't ever fall back into where you are, because you know where God has you now and you know where He's supposed to, you're supposed to be later. You're becoming a truth to live with. I saw it just now, just today, get home with us. Without a thought. I didn't like myself, I didn't like what I was doing. Denial of I said, God's denial the We're called to leave. We're called to lead. us. We're not the one that's lost. We're leaving. We're the shepherd that coming and going. I'm going to find that one. I'm going to find that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Any more
0: questions? Yeah, I have a question. Ethan, what was Jesus like when you met him? What was Jesus like when you met him? Couldn't tell you.
1: What feelings did you feel when you knew that you had met Jesus? Um, happy, overjoyed.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. Like overwhelming saying? amount of peace. So much joy. Like, I could not stop laughing. I could not stop smiling. My face hurt. I was smiling so much.
1: Amen. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, yeah, that's what we were talking
1: Yeah. What about your friends
0: that were sleeping different Um, Sadly, they're all pretty much going down the same path as they were. Before. They're still continuing down that road. For now. But that's, for now. Exactly. For now.
1: That's that slow path. Exactly. But constantly, you know, making yourself available for somebody. Um, you know, we talked, we've talked the last few weeks about being brave and uh, what it looks like to walk in God's confidence and boldness, uh, and that's where that comes from. That's where this comes from. Remember when he talked about praying for that person's leg, that this authority came through him as he started to speak over that person's leg. That's the same thing that can happen to all of us. We have this authority that comes out of us. I didn't used to get up here and speak every week. I was really happy with being in the back. But this authority, whenever you, whenever God calls you and it's your time, this authority comes over you, and you start speaking in that prophetic. You start speaking in that power, and there's just nothing you can do about it because guess what? It's not in the sky. Okay. So this this story that he has, it is his story. But the change that has happened in that story is not of his own work. It is God moving through him. And some of y'all are sitting there going, well, I don't, I don't deal with those struggles. You have struggles that you do. They may not be as extreme as smoking or weed or any of those things. You may, you may be a partier on the weekend. You may, have, you may go to your friend's house and party and, and drink. That was my, that was my story. You may not have that. You may be so self-conscious of saying the wrong thing that you don't talk, and you get you, you get nervous in front of people, and all of a sudden you just you're a mouse in the back, and you don't want to be heard. But that's not God's calling for you. Go ahead.
0: To go back to what you're saying about um, like not being in that kind of situation, it doesn't always mean like just because I tell you this now doesn't mean it's present day. It could also mean in the future you y'all could fall down the wrong path because you're not you don't know who you are. You begin to lose track of who you are. So that's when you gotta just follow God and do it no matter what. And yes, there will be trials and tribulations. There will be lots of struggles in life, lots of them. Right now, life probably seems a little stressful, but it's it's gonna get more stressful. But that's when you trust God and just follow Him. You just look after Jesus, all Jesus, all Jesus. That's it. Nothing else. Nothing else matters. It's just Jesus you don't care about everything around here it's just that one path which is Jesus and when you begin to fall off that road just if you completely fall off I believe that God will definitely come and find you exactly it's like the one that is lost he leaves the 99 to find the one he will do that with you when you fall off the path when when you lose your way when you lose who you are he'll do that that's how he works If you begin to fall away from it because the enemy tries to play with your head, he loves to do that. He's been doing that with me since day one. He's been doing that since the day I was saved. He keeps trying to play with my head, but he will always play with your head too.
1: Let me me also (laughs) say this He he played with him this week. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, Yeah. Okay. He had a mission today. He came here. He asked me. I asked if he would come, but he asked me what day. I didn't set the And God ordained it to where he could be here today. Because somebody here needs to hear this. Somebody needs to be aware that it doesn't matter if you've fallen off. God's there for you. God can reach out and grab you right where you are and pull you back to him. It it just takes one decision. Okay, God, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. It's too hard on my own. It was too hard
0: on his own. So difficult, in fact, I wanted in my life. That's how difficult it was. And y'all don't want that. I know you don't want that. None of you want that, do you? None of you want that. It's not fun. It is not fun at all. That's why you just gotta follow Jesus and just focus on Him. Read the Word daily. Pray daily. Even if you're walking through, even if you're walking through the halls to your next class just pray in the spirit or just pray in general just be like Lord God I just pray that like today's going to be great I pray that my next period is going to be great I pray that Billy isn't going to mess with me today thank you Jesus <laughs> like even just simple prayers you just got to just trust in him the whole time you just got to trust in him trust in the Lord trust in the Lord with all your heart soul mind and body
1: it's coming every day and getting filled I remember last week we had the representation of being filled with the spirit not just half And I remember at the end, like, I kind of spilled some. It overflowed, and I said, "That's fine. That just means I left residue." <laughs> <laughs> that's fine, fine. that's I have, the best thing. <laughs> and it just
0: fills all the whole area.
1: That's the best. That's good. Yes, yeah, good. How yeah. many y'all enjoy it tonight? Yeah. You would find them. You would chase them down. You would fight their battles would pluck them from the obscurity that is this world and reveal yourself to them.